0: the week here at Monster Kid Radio is The Water Borders, and we're kicking off episode 192 with their song What I Surf. It's from their album Surf Beats and Dead Beats. It appears on this episode with their permission. Go check them out at thewaterborders.net but wait until you're done listening to Monster Kid Radio, the podcast where we celebrate the classic and sometimes not so classic genre cinema of yesteryear. Welcome to the show. I am your host, writer-producer Derek M. Cook. And on this episode, we are doing another Monster Kid Radio crash. A couple of weeks ago at the Joy Cinema here in Tigard, Oregon, we crashed their weird Wednesday showing of the movie Island of the Doomed from 1967. This was a lot of fun for me because I got to introduce the movie. So big thanks to Jeff Punk Rock Martin at the Joy Cinema for inviting me to do that while we crashed his theater for this screening. So that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Monster Kid Radio. The crash, how it went, I'm going to play some recordings from the event, talk to some people after the movie about the film. It was a good time. Anytime there's a local movie theater showing something that is relevant to what we talk about here on Monster Kid Radio, we try to crash it and there is an opportunity for another crash coming up later this year for a film that is near and dear to my heart. If you follow me on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, well, you're just going to have to stay tuned because we'll talk about that after we get back from the Joy Cinema and the Monster Kid Radio crash of Island of the Doomed. Why don't we get into that right after this?
1: Downs in our their- 66. The space race is on, the Cold War is heating up, and giant monsters are destroying Japan. Daikaiju Attack, the serialized giant monster story. Presented free every week on DaikaijuAttack.com and SDSullivan.com. Become a member of the Daikaiju Attack group on Facebook. Join the action today. the Triffids, when terror reigns from the sky,
2: <laughs>
1: the day of the Triffids, when the Earth orbits into a nightmare, when the solid world of everyday reality disintegrates, the whole population is driven by fear towards insanity. The day of the trepids, when destruction closes in from every side.
2: Pilot. Is blind too? It's going to be
1: starvation, fire, pestilence. Anyone caught in the middle of it doesn't stand a chance. I think we ought to get out of here and go on to Spain.
2: How can you know it's any better
1: there? I don't. It doesn't seem to have any central nervous system.
2: Then how does it move?
1: All plants move. They don't usually pull themselves out of the ground and chase you. You have never been
2: married?
1: No. Why? guess I've never been in one spot long enough to get caught. And now you are saddled with a family. It might have its points. The day of the Triffids, when law and order are overwhelmed in an avalanche of terror.
3: Excellent. Do we have any other new folks here tonight? You haven't been to Weird Wednesday? Anyone? Couple? Okay, great, good. We're gonna get you the that's, yeah. Welcome to our our, our coven of freaks, geeks, misfits, and dipshits. And we're gonna get you the official Weird Wednesday. I never have sex with anyone t-shirt, too. Nobody wore their tonight, but they're anyway, anyway. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of your way really soon here. Next week we have I had to I had to figure out the schedule and I was a little confused last week, but Next couple of weeks, here's what's going on. Next week, we have on this screen right behind me, Paul Nasche, Spanish horror star Paul Nasche, in Count Dracula's Great Love. Let's hear for Paul Nashi. Yeah. And then, then the one I know you're all waiting for, because you want to see Ed Wood in his underwear. Next, when we get to that, April 15th tax day, for extra punishment. The photographer, a.k.a. The Love Beast, starring... The great and very alcoholic, Ed Wood. Yes, sir. A lot of naked people in that one, so I know you'll all want to see it. And so you don't get to see that stuff often in this crowd. So anyway, I'm, I'm kidding. It's all in fun, sort of. Anyway, we are we are we are grateful tonight for the presence. I'm grateful that you all have horrible tastes, of course. But I'm also grateful for the presence of the great, and I do mean great, from Dorado Films and from Monster Kid Radio. And from Parts Unknown, Mr. <laughs> Derek Cook.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Hello, Joy Cinema. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? I am so excited. There's some newcomers here. You guys are in for a treat. Weird Wednesday has become an institution for me and my podcast, Monster Kid Radio, because Jeff brings in these crazy movies. I don't make it every week, but when I do, I always have a good time. Uh, although the Ed Wood movie on tax day sounds very taxing, and I don't know if I'll be coming up to that one. Although I'm sure if you guys do, you'll have a blast. Uh, tonight's movie is Island of the Doomed, and he mentioned a couple of other titles that it's had. I've got a list here. <laughs> it's from 1967. It's also been called Death Island, Isle of the Dead, The Bloodsuckers, Island of Death, and Man-Eater of Hydra. The Man-Eater of Hydra is probably the most well-known title of it. Uh, from the 80s, because he got played by Elvira, and that's the title that she played it under. Uh, this prank that we, or this transfer that we have here, the opening titles are in German. I cannot speak German, so I'm not going to try to pretend to uh, <laughs> tell you what the title is in German, but the rest of the movies in English, you'll be able to understand it just fine. Has anybody seen this movie before? Yes, you have. Okay, but nobody else? Oh, good. This will be good. So the, the poster features a vampire tree, there's a killer plant. This movie's from 1967, so it's kind of a classic monster movie, Killer Plant. When you think Killer Plants and monster movies, what do you guys think of? What other titles? Tripit. Tripit. Trollty. Trip troll Trollty. <laughs> how, how about Little Shop of Horrors? Okay, that's what I'm going for, because this movie has a connection to Little Shop of Horrors. For real. The director of this movie is a guy by the name of Mel Wells. Mel Wells was a director. He was also an actor. He did quite a few things. He appeared in movies like Abbott and Costello and Meet the Mummy. He did the English voice in one of the dubs of The X from Outer Space, a great kaiju film. Let's see, he also directed Lady Frankenstein. He was also in the movie She-Beast, but he was also Mr. Mushnick, the florist shop owner, in the original Little Shop of Flores from 1960, the Roger Corman production. And some sources say that he actually co-directed that film as well, just was uncredited for whatever reason. But he directed this film using a different name, Ernst von humor. <laughs> so this movie's filled with a bunch of Italian and Spanish actors. Cameron Mitchell's in the movie, though. He's kind of an American uh, actor. He did a lot of work here in the States. Did some work with like, John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe, but then ended up in Italy and did a lot of Italian films over there. Sword and Sandal movies, fantasy movies, horror movies, uh, and some spaghetti westerns like Minnesota Clay, which is actually really good. So if you guys haven't seen that, check that out. Cameron Mitchell, for me, is a great villain, and that's well, I don't want to spoil it, but he's in this movie as well. Uh, he actually did an episode of Night Gallery called Green Fingers, in which he plays a real estate de- developer who's trying to get Elsa Lanchester out of her home because he wants to build on it and whatever. Also was the Bride of Frankenstein, so you've got another monster movie connection there. So Island of the Doomed, it's available... Not really. It's not something you can get on DVD right now very easily or officially... Uh, with Dorado Films, we're thinking about maybe putting out a good transfer of this and nice release of it. If you are interested in something like that, talk to me after the show. Maybe I'll ask you, uh, you know, before you come to see me. But uh, yeah, maybe chat with me after the show, and we can talk about that. I do have my recorder here for my podcast, so I'll be recording for an upcoming episode of Monster Kid Radio, which is Portland, Oregon's only classic monster movie podcast. We come out twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. We have almost hit 200 episodes. You can find me over at monsterkidradio.net. Uh, you can also find me on iTunes and on Stitcher. And I have rambled and babbled enough. You guys don't want to see me anymore. You want to see a vampire tree, right? Yeah. I won't take that personally. Jeff, let's get that vampire tree thing going, all right? Thanks again, everybody. Enjoy Weird Wednesday. You're talking to me after the show. Just got done with Island of the Doom. We had a pretty decent crowd here, about 35 people or so at the Joy Cinema. And Jeff Pullier, a Monster Kid Radio crash regular. How you doing, sir? Doing well. It's been a little while since I've had you on the show. Uh, how are things with you? Uh, they're fine. Yeah, doing well. Yeah. Been watching a lot of monster movies.
4: Not a ton. I've
0: been uh, training,
4: Jeff. I've been training a lot. I'm out hitting the road. Uh, race season's starting, and uh, I got a lot of races coming up this hmm. summer.
0: All right. Well, at least you made it out for Island of the Doomed. That's right. What What did you think of Island of the Doomed? <laughs> uh, I think I was
4: doomed to attend this. <laughs> oh no, no, not a fan. It was pretty schlocky, which is, you know, a lot of the reason that we come here to Weird Wednesday at the Joy true, Cinema. True. Uh, it was a cheesy, cheesy movie. I was doing some reading on it. Uh, it was a joint German-Spanish, yeah. uh, which is, you know, and then an American director for that. So truly an international collaboration. <laughs> and this is the best they came up with.
0: <laughs> well, you know, yeah Cameron Mitchell. Yeah. Cameron Mitchell is this quintessential bad guy with the permanent menacing brow. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever trust anything that he's got going on. I was, I was at his place. I mean, come on. Um, I, I, I've seen the movie numerous times, mm-hmm. so I've, I've grown to love the movie. But yeah, I think you're right. It's pretty schlocky. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. One thing it can't be faulted on, though, is the uh, the special effect of the killer tree. That was
0: pretty cool. Uh, it was actually
4: really well done. I, I liked how the uh, attacking stamen, for lack of a better term, uh, <laughs> the, the detail was really good. And I liked the nectar perhaps you Mm -hmm. could say dripping off of it. Mm -hmm. It was a really well realized of practical effect. Yeah. Uh, So major props for that. Sure. Uh, Even if it can't be given for say the acting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree with you about the tree, especially at the end. You know, it's all dark and rainy, dark and stormy night. This killer tree, the sound of the tree just going on and on and on and on. That was pretty unnerving, actually.
4: Yeah, uh, although, you know, watching it, there's, there's one thing that tree doesn't do. It doesn't walk. <laughs> in, in order to escape the tree, all you have to do is actually not be frozen in fear and take a few steps
0: backward. This is true, this is true, but, you know, whatever. I don't know.
4: And, uh, you know, as you pointed out in the, uh, and Jeff mentioned, you know, this is a bit related to Little Shop of Horrors, uh-huh. although uh, certainly not as comedic as as Audrey 2.
0: <laughs> this one doesn't talk, so, you know.
4: No. Yeah. no, but it surely wants to be fed. Feed me, Baron. Feed me. Isn't that what we all want? Uh, well, some of us more than others, I suppose.
0: <laughs> Jeff, are you going to keep coming out to Weird Wednesday?
4: Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I love coming here and, uh, you know, I try and pull other people in. It sometimes happens, sometimes doesn't. Right on. Well,
0: we've been talking about having you on the show regular as a regular guest, a little bit of Skype session, talking about a movie. I look forward to having you on the show you know, as, a, as a regular guest, do a full show with you.
4: Oh, yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it.
0: Awesome, Jeff. Have a good night.
4: Thanks, Derek. Have a great night. Thanks for having me on.
0: So Edward Martin the Third, movie making machine. I am some sort of machine. Yeah, you, you've got some movies coming up here soon. We got one that's going to be premiering here at the Joy shortly. Maybe we'll talk about that here in a second. But I, I got to hear what you thought about
5: Island of the Doomed. Island of the Doomed was probably one of the most charming family films ever. <laughs> I think I would rate it right up there with uh, Escape to Witch Mountain, The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. <laughs> and other family films that I would happily share with children I thought it was a little uh, it didn't have enough moisture though it really needed to be moister <laughs> <laughs> is, is moisture a word? it is now
0: <laughs> so clearly he's being facetious ladies and gentlemen or he saw a different movie that I didn't see Um, Because it was wet at the end. That whole sequence at the end with the rain and the thunder
5: and the the dripping tree and all that, that was actually pretty intense, I thought. it was. I'm trying to imagine if I had watched that movie in 1967 uh, when I was one year old. And so, yeah, that would have been pretty intense for me. But (laughs) in all likelihood, I probably did see that movie when I was one year old. My mother was a big fan of these kind of films. Um, yeah, it had this uh, great groovy bit at the end. Uh, I liked when they had to lunge into the tree because, you know, the kind of deadly terrifying speed that most plants grow at just really didn't produce a kind of a threat <laughs> response that you would expect. No, they, they I, I have to give kudos to all the actors who made a realistic attempt to look as if the plant was attacking them instead of vice versa. Well, that's, that's important. That should be on every
0: actor's resume, right? I mean, how many actors do you work with who, who can do that? I've worked with three. <laughs> okay. I, know, I like this movie. I mean, it, Jeff was calling it schlocky, and I, I see a lot of that in it. Um, but I just love Cameron Mitchell as a bad guy. Y- you can't trust him in any movie. And just to see him play the bad guy in something that's not a Western or something like that, I really enjoyed. It's
5: kind of fun to watch. It, you know, I, I don't know, schlocky. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really use schlocky because this kind of, the, the, the way this movie is structured is actually a very cool sort of classic mad scientist movie. And mad scientist movies are always fun. I don't, I, you know, I think we miss mad scientist movies. We don't see enough of them. And the whole mad scientist thing has gone by the wayside, which is a shame because a lot of scientists I know are mad. <laughs> this is true. Those are the ones you've got to watch out for, right? Those are the best. <laughs> a mad scientist is a scientist who has not allowed decency or common sense to get in the way of having a good time in the lab. <laughs> you know, which is also why I keep a cot in the lab at all times, too. It's not actually a cot. It's more like cinder blocks in a stack. But you know what I'm saying. Are there any mad scientists in your upcoming movie, Flesh of My Flesh? There are several mad scientists. There's you like that segue? You like that? Yes. That was very swiftly done. There's an entire group of scientists who have been driven a bit on the bonkers side. Um, they're not quite at each other's throat, but they're pretty close. They're in an impossible situation. They can't get out, but they can see that they could get out. If, but they're just trapped. And so they've been living in this uh, sort of a trapped uh, region inside of actual sort of a factory. And they can't get out. The doors are all welded shut. They can see. They can see that they're trapped, but they just, they're stuck. And so they're sort of kind of chewing a little bit on each other and trying to make do. For listeners who don't know, Flesh of My Flesh
0: is a movie that Edward's been working on uh, for quite some time. And I am super excited that it's going to have its premiere
5: here at the Joy. When is it happening? It is happening uh, April 25th at the Joy Cinema. Uh, the showing is at 4 p.m. Doors open at 3.30. There'll be an uh, introduction by the director, uh, a little Q&A afterwards, and we're going to have uh, several of the actors here and probably a whole bunch of people. I'm trying to set up a little photo thing, too. I don't know if that's going to work. A little photo thing, you know. Okay. Uh, try to actually like, do a genuine premiere-looking kind of thingy. It'll be fun, though. Have you, have you done,
0: like, a big, full-out premiere like that before? I've been at premieres of some of your movies in the past, but it sounds like you're making this
5: a big deal. Well, I'm doing my best, yeah. There's this. Well, the last big premiere I did was for the Dream Quest of Unknown Kadath. Right, right. Well, that was a, a long time ago. But uh, we've got this, and then uh, the movie we just got in a can uh, last week, uh, Collapse. We're going to be doing a similar thing for that when that's ready. And then after that, we have some other projects that are still a little too uh, embryonic to talk about, but they are being filmed soon. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. Where do people keep up with you? I think we've talked about this before, but I want to make sure we get the website right. Our website is com, And if you can't remember that, go to fleshofmyflesh.com, and that'll drill you right into this project.
0: So, when you were first started working on Flesh and My Flesh, I was doing a different podcast, and it really had my interest because it well, it was more in lines with the old podcast that I used to do. It's the zombie stuff. Sure. And uh, I'm still excited about the movie, even though I don't do the zombie thing anymore. I'm still stoked for of My Flesh. So best of luck to you, man.
5: Oh, thanks very much. And you, know, if it helps, these aren't really so much... These are the creatures that zombies are, in, are based on. Right, no, I don't want to just say, oh, it's
0: just a zombie flick. Because I, knowing you, I know you don't just play with, well, it's a zombie. No, I know that you like to kind of put your own spin on things and, and kind of grow them into something totally new and unique and
5: terrifying I'm sure it's going to be awesome I did my best I hope it is I hope you like it I mean I hope you enjoy watching it as much as I enjoyed making it honestly I hope I enjoy liking it <laughs> I <enjoy> watching. It. <laughs> I hope I take it down like a gazelle like some sort of crazy cheetah that's got wings yes and giant fangs that's what I hope
0: what, what movie is that in I want to see that now
5: Uh, we've got some upcoming movies. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Not cheetahs, though. No, 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 not cheetahs. Because cheetahs aren't native to the Pacific Northwest. Ah. Cows are, but I'm not saying anything more. Understood. Thanks, Edward. (laughs) And before we finish talking about Island of the Doomed,
0: we were having a little bit of fun with the movie. Yeah, it's got some things that kind of stood out. But you know what? I really love Island of the Doomed. I've seen it multiple times. I've seen it numerous times for Dorado films. I watched it again to prep for the introduction. And then, of course, I watched it at the theater as well. And it's just a fun, creepy, mad scientist type movie. Cameron Mitchell is, man, if it's not clear in what I said, I love him as a villain. He's a great bad guy. If he's a bad guy in a movie, I know that I'm halfway there already. I'm halfway in. And Island of the Doomed provided enough for me to be all in. I love the tree effects. The vampire tree effects, sure. It's a tree. It can't move. It's not very mobile. But the tree effects, especially towards the end, intense. Especially for a movie made in 1967. Especially for a movie with... An obvious low budget. Sure, you can see the seams in the movie. But it's still an enjoyable ride. It's got some great cinematography. The direction, I think, is solid. And the opening credits sequence, it's an animated sequence that I really dig. And I've been doing a lot of research trying to track down who did the opening titles for this film. My best guess is a gentleman by the name of Pablo Nunez. Now, in the opening titles, the titles themselves are credited to S-Film Pablo Nunez. Did a little bit of research. Pablo Nunez has done a lot of titles and credit sequences in numerous non-English films. Oh, and he also did the titles for the film Return of the Evil Dead, one of the Blind Dead films. So maybe you've seen that. I'd have to go back and rewatch the movie to refresh my memory when it comes to the opening title sequence and that. At any rate... It's a perfect tone setter for the film. The movie itself, it's a fun ride. I think it's the kind of movie that you would enjoy watching with a group of people. Or if it's a movie that you saw growing up, maybe on television, thanks to Elvira, there's going to be a certain amount of nostalgia here. And really, I think the film lives up to the nostalgia hype. Jeff Polier called it schlocky. Edward Martin didn't quite agree with that assessment. I'm right there in the middle. All I know is that by the time the movie was over, people were smiling there were some applause and there wasn't one person that i saw in the lobby who seemed upset that they had spent a couple of hours at the joy watching island of the doom so i might sound like i'm overselling it but i think it really is a fun time and a fun film and like i said stay tuned there is a possibility that dorado films is going to do something with this movie in the future in fact shoot me an email at monsterkidradio@gmail.com at gmail.com to let me know if this is something you'd be interested in Big thanks to Jeff Polier from the Pullier Graveyard. It's a local attraction here. Every Halloween, they turn their front yard into a graveyard with some pretty humorous tombstones. I've been out there. I've checked it out. Find the Polier Graveyard on Facebook. Jeff, thank you for chatting with us here. And big thanks to Edward Martin III. He's an old friend of mine, and I can't wait for his upcoming movie releases. We talked a little bit about his Flesh of My Flesh coming But off mic, we talked, and there are some big plans, some big things in the work for Edward. So you can follow him, look up Hellbender Media on Facebook, or go to hellbendermedia.com and keep an eye on what he's got cooking. It's a lot of good stuff. Trust me. And of course, big thanks to Jeff and the staff at The Joy for putting up with this guy running around with his recorder before and after the show. It's always a lot of fun. Thank you so much for inviting me to introduce the movie and for giving me an opportunity to talk a little bit about Dorado Films, your home for European gold from the silver screen. European gold. When I say European gold, I'm talking about these treasures, cult cinema from the euro past i'm talking about spaghetti westerns i'm talking about euro crime thrillers sword and sandal movies a lot of euro horror some really cool stuff dorado films does have a youtube channel and you can find them online at doradofilms.com or you can follow the link in the show notes i'm proud to be working with them to introduce their movies when they play at the joy cinema and I look forward to doing more with Dorado in the future. Now I meant what I said during the introduction. We are looking at maybe getting Island of the Doomed out in a more official better-realized release, something that has a nice transfer, something that looks good, because let's be honest, a lot of the copies that are out there are bootlegs or put out by companies that don't own the rights to the movie in the first place, and they just don't look as good. You don't want that. You want Island of the Doomed, and you want it to look good. You want it to sound good. You might even want a special feature or two. And I'm not just saying this about Island of the Doomed, but there are a number of properties that we've been looking at that... I think listeners of Monster Kid Radio would be interested in. So as I get more news about that, I'll mention it here on the show, of course. I'm not going to be going to the Ed Wood movie at the Hollywood. So if any listeners on Monster Kid Radio, do check that out. I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts. Feel free to call that in to 503-479-5657. That's 503-479-5MKR. Joe Blevins, you'll have to forgive me for skipping the Ed Wood movie. It's just a matter of not having the time to do it. Got some other big things coming up, and I'm going to need that Wednesday night free. That said, there is a possibility that another theater here in the Portland area is going to be showing... My favorite film of all time.
1: Science hunts Amazon Gillman in the most
0: astounding expedition
1: of our time. As man continues his conquest of the unknown, daring underwater adventurers challenge the world's most treacherous waters to find the only living link with the beginning of time. Creatures from the Black Lagoon, rising from the monstrous depths to astound and terrorize the world. No! No! Ah! Feel the frightening fury of a man-beast aroused to strange emotions by its first sight of a woman. (laughs) See underwater thrills never filmed before. Amazing underwater battles never dreamed of before. Creature from the Black Lagoon.
0: Yeah, long-time listeners of the show, long-time friends of mine, well, even short-time friends of mine know because I won't stop talking about it. Creature from the Black Lagoon is my favorite film, and almost every opportunity I have to see it on the big screen in a theater setting I'm going to jump at it. I'm going to go. And the Hollywood Theater potentially will be bringing it in in 3D. I learned about this over at Chris McMillan's blog, Shadow Over Portland, at shadowoverportland.blogspot.com. They're doing a crowded theater campaign where you can go in and vote for which movie you want to see the Hollywood bring in. And Creature from a Black Lagoon in 3D is up against movies like... Xanadu so come on creatures from the black lagoon you want to see this at the Hollywood if you're not in the local area you want to hear me talk about it when we crash the movie because you know I'm going to crash it in 3d to see the Hollywood it's been years since I've seen it at the Hollywood theater it'd be nice to see it there again head over to shadowoverportland.blogspot.com check out Chris's entry from Tuesday April 7th scroll down and you'll find it you'll find the link you need to click on vote for the movie if you love me you'll make this happen I'm just saying.
1: For centuries, science has studied Mars, the only planet where life may exist. Now the screen creates for you the fascinating, frightening spectacle of the first flight to Mars. Hurtling through the universe, rocketing toward terrifying dangers. Good heavens, we're heading right into it. This could destroy us. We'll have to get out of On toward Mars, with disaster threatening at every moment. Human emotions caught up in the terrific tension of the flight. Here is the suspense, the surprise, drama of the unknown. Flight to Mars. We have been expecting you. You will come with us now. Amazing underground Martian cities a planet of wonders both scientific and human of exciting beauty Do You still object to my proposal? To destroy these people and all the people on the world as well Yes, I do our planet is dying if this ship ever leaves here It may well be our last chance for survival. You know the way we've constructed this thing There's a good chance. We might be able to bring back a couple of extra people I didn't want to tell you until I was sure of it. But you're going back with me. Tense, exciting adventure on a planet of forbidding danger. Starring Marguerite Chapman and Cameron Mitchell.
0: does bring us to the end of Monster Kid Radio. For more Monster Kid Radio goodness, head over to our website at monsterkidradio.net. This is where you're going to find everything you need to know about Monster Kid Radio. Between episodes, there are links to everything that we've got going on here. In the show notes, you're going to find links to everything that we talked about in this episode of Monster Kid Radio. You can find links to every song that's appeared here on the show and with a way for you to get to the band's website, maybe even buy their album. Let them know that Monster Kid Radio sent you if you do that. And speaking of music, we have our live 365 internet radio station where you can listen to music and sounds from classic and sometimes not so classic genre film for free live 365 is a free service it's ad driven so you might have to put up with an ad from geico or something like that every once in a while but you still get some free music it's the kind of music i listen to all the time in fact last night while i was working i didn't have my ipod with me so i just opened up my phone brought up my live 365 app dialed up monster kid radio and i was set You can also find a link to our Facebook group where you can join the group and get involved with conversations with listeners of Monster Kid Radio between episodes or even while you listen, I suppose. We have a link to our Patreon page. Now, I announced this last time. We just recently revamped our Patreon page. Patreon is a way for you to support us monthly and get some cool stuff for yourself along the way. Monster Kid Radio will always be free. These podcast episodes will never cost you Anything, So I don't want you to worry about that. The show is going to keep going no matter what. That said, if we can get the budget for Monster Kid Radio upped a little bit, we get some more cool stuff. Now we have hit the first milestone of Monster Kid Radio. We are $3 away from the next milestone. So as of right now, our basic costs are covered. So head over to patreon.com slash monster radio to learn what that's about, or just follow the link from the website. Also at the website over on the right, you're going to see where it says subscribe to the Monster Rally Checkpoint monthly e-newsletter. This is beginning at the end of April and some monthly email that you're going to get that's going to keep you up to date with everything going on with Monster Kid Radio and Monster Rally Media. Some exclusive content. Some exclusive well, stuff will be in those newsletters, things that I don't talk about on the podcast. It will be in there. So if you want to be in the loop and get some Monster Kid Radio well, in your email box, that's how you make it happen. Whew. I feel like I've babbled almost as much as I did when I introduced the Island of the Doom. So why don't we go ahead and wrap up? Besides, I want to get the water borders back on because I really dig that band. Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio, LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio, LLC, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. Of course, that doesn't apply to the song, But I'd Surf. That belongs to the Water Borders. It's on their album, Surf Beats and Dead Beats. It appears on this episode of Monster Kid Radio. With their permission, they're at thewaterborders.net. Go check them out. Come back here next week when we bring you some more monster movie goodness. Got a couple of things that we could do. I have a recording scheduled this weekend with somebody who hasn't been on the show for quite some time. I've been looking forward to getting him back on. He's only been on once. His name is Alan Trump. And as of right now, the plan is for he and I to talk about a John Agar film. Just can't get enough of Agar, you know? Talk to everybody next week.